belly up to the bar, barflies, and have a drink with me. My name is Kellen, and this is the Midwestern Barfly Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for coming back to the program. I am so happy to have you here. Folks, this is a big day for the show. Now, obviously, it's not going to be as big as other shows and podcasts out there, but I think it's pretty special. I think it's pretty special because today, as you are listening to this, this episode show marks episode 10 of the Midwestern Barfly podcast. Why is that significant in our history, you ask? Well, because in our previous iterations of this show, we've never gotten to 10 episodes. I'm going to be completely honest with you. And as you probably heard in the first episode that we of this new iteration, this new try at this, um, I always, like I'll explain again, I always was kind of a, of a perfectionist with this. Like certain shows, certain episodes didn't work out the way I wanted them to, so we, I, we just scrapped it. Um, it just wasn't fun because we were putting too much, too much thought into it, like overthinking it. That's why I feel like this new wave is doing so much better because we're just, it's just having fun. It's just about having fun. And it's also cool because now we're in the double digits. We got the episodes. We're in this for the long fucking haul. And guess what? It's going to keep coming, keep coming until we get to triple digits, the hundreds, the two hundreds. Maybe even the thousands. It's we're gonna be here, unless something catastrophic happens. God, God, hope not. Knock on wood. We're gonna be here talking about some stupid stuff. And I thank you all very much for being on this crazy roller coaster with with us. So, having said that. Um, before we get into the show, I do have to say, as always, this show is sponsored by the Midwestern Barfly Gazette Shop. Yes, that is our merch store. It is where you can get all the goofy shit that you can think of. The goofy shirts, goofy hoodies. We got sandals. We got hats. We got, actually, beer uh, pint glasses, which is perfect for the drinkers and the barflies out there. So make sure to go check that out. It'll be in the description of wherever you are listening to this show. You can partake in some of our great lines like the I'm My Grandma's Bookie line, the Win Bets Pound Beers line. There's a What Would I Do, What Did I Do line, excuse me. So many great things that you could buy for your loved one, yourself, whatever you would like. And yes, so please go check that out, MWBFG Shop. It'll be in the, like I said, description of wherever you're listening to this podcast. And let's get into the show. It's going to be a little little shorter this week. I got two um, two sports topics that I, I personally enjoyed, I wanted to get into. They also fired me up too, so maybe I'll just go pretty, pretty long with these two topics, if that makes sense. Maybe we'll get to that 20-minute mark, 30-minute mark. Who knows? Let's see where this show takes us. But without further ado, let's talk about... Let's talk about good old Nick Castellanos, a former a, a former cubby, a former member of the Windy City. Let's give this a look. Good old Nick Castellanos. He's an outfielder for the Philadelphia Phillies. He was being uh, interviewed by reporters at his locker after a game, I think it was a couple days ago, and he was asked probably one of the stupidest questions I've ever heard in my entire life. 
and I'm paraphrasing, but this is basically the gist of it. Did you hear the booze when you struck out at whatever fucking inning he was in, whatnot? And Nick, again, paraphrasing, and for the record, I, I'll put the link to this video in the description below. Please watch because it's freaking hilarious. Nick tells him, no, I lost my hearing. Sorry. Again, paraphrasing. And everybody laughed, and then the guy tried to almost confirm it like, so you didn't hear the booze. Like you, di like, you didn't hear it. Like, he didn't understand that Castellanos was being a smartass with him. Because it was one of the stupidest questions that any reporter could ever ask an athlete. Ever. Ever. And then, after that, proceeded, Nick proceeded to go, oh, that was a stupid question. And those two went back and forth. And as you see in the video, the reporter got very unprofessional. Got very defensive. Said things like, oh, you should be prepared to answer questions like that. And it just made me think, why should he be prepared to answer questions like that? That's the stupidest question. Did you hear the boos when you struck out? I mean, come on. What kind of a fucking reporter, reporter, again, air quotes, would ever ask an athlete that? It's insane to me. I know for a fact I wouldn't. If you gave me credentials to any major league ball club, football team, whatever, I would give you perfect questions. Way better questions than that. And that guy gets to do that for a living and I'm and I have to build my shit up shit from the ground up. That's ridiculous to me. I mean, think about it. Look at look at Cassianos' stats right now. He had a fantastic year last year with the Reds. He was batting let me pull him up real quick. I got him on my phone here. Guy, the guy was batting 309 with the Reds. Had, oh, stupid ad. There was an ad here. Oh, there we go. 34 home runs, 100 RBIs. Bat 309. He was having a great year. I was watching that, watching him play, and I'm just like, the, fu the fucking Cubs got rid of this guy. What are we doing? I couldn't believe it. But, you know, the Cubs tend to do that sometimes, so I digress. And now, with the Phillies... He's been two no two forty eight with eight home runs and forty six RBIs. Not great. Very big decline from last year. So obviously the dude's gonna be pissed off. And you want to poke the bear like that, being a reporter. Not only that, you start to you start the altercation. In my personal opinion, Nick was just proving a point that your question was stupid. You start to get heated with him and be very unprofessional. When he was just pointing out that you need to get better questions. You don't do that as a reporter. And I know this is supposed to be a sports topic, but this is going to be more of a journalism is dead topic. You don't do that as a reporter. Get heated with somebody that you're interviewing like that. It's ridiculous. And to be honest, I'm very... I really don't have the words to say other than ridiculous and stupid... So I'm just going to end this with, please, any news station out there, give me a shot. Because I bet I'll do a hundred times better than the people that are giving that kind of material, that are throwing that kind of material out. Should be ashamed of yourself. Should be ashamed of yourself because there's a lot of people out there that would love to have that job. And you're going to ask, oh, did you hear the booze? I know I'm very upset right now, and it's supposed to be a lively 
show, but you know what? It had to be said. Jesus Christ. Alrighty, so for the final segment of this show, I want to talk a little bit about the Chicago Bears and their whole stadium saga, which would be the best way to explain this. So, I got a lot to talk about. Because you all know how I feel about the Bears. I think they're a terrible franchise. I think they should be sold. I think they've been the most mediocre and most, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, laughing stock of the league for years. So, best way to break this down, let's start with good old Lori Lightfoot. Yeah, that's a little uh, transition there. And the renovations that she suggested for Soldier Field. These, obviously, three basic concepts. One was a multi-purpose field, help get the, the Chicago Fire up there, which I think would be cool. Because I think the Chicago Fire are located in a very rough spot. Granted, not a lot of people are big soccer fans, but I think it'd be a cool. It'd be cool to see something different. It'd be cool to see a different kind of sport in Chicago and not just the normal stuff. But that's personally just me. Um, you could have also do. There was an open air stadium, and correct me if I'm wrong. Well, there's a dome one, obviously. But there's an open-air stadium, and correct me if I'm wrong, isn't Soldier Field located on Lake Michigan in the city of Chicago? One of the coldest fucking places in the world when it comes to the winter? Besides Antarctica and more at all the places up north? To me, an open-air stadium is one of the dumbest ideas in the world. What would be the point of it? Granted, there it explains that like it's open air to be prepared for a dome, whatnot. But to me, I feel like there shouldn't be three options given. It should either be open and multi-purpose, or it should be a dome. None of this open air garbage. Because if you give us if if the final product is some kind of like like the Rams have out in L.A. Where there's a dome on top, but it's like there's air flying through the sides. What's that going to do in December and early January? What is that going to do? Is it going to make negative two degree games seem like 10? Because you're pumping so much heat into the damn place. What's the point of that? But you know what? That's just me. That's not the overall arching point of this of this segment. The overarching point is... Should the Bears be in a dome? Or should they keep it open? Not open air, but open like it is now. Whether they're at Soldier Field or Arlington. Me personally, I don't care where they go. If they're not in a dome, that'd be the stupidest move known to mankind. Doesn't matter if they stay in Soldier Field with their renovations or they go to Arlington. There needs to be a dome on that field. And if you tell me otherwise, you're wrong. And I know why you're wrong. Because you're going to give me some kind of garbage excuse of, oh, that's a very pussy move. Oh, they're men. Oh, they should play in the conditions. This, that, whatever. Better yet, somebody actually gave I even saw an excuse out there on social media where somebody said, and I'm paraphrasing, that it actually quotatious paraphrasing, whatever the phrase is, that the cold weather gives the bears an, a, 
advantage in late December, early January, and February. In the playoffs and in the cold months. Now, I'll agree. There might be a little bit of uh, little bit of an advantage there. Like, I'll agree. Because if you play like a, a Rams or a Tampa Bay or whatnot, the, the warmer climate teams might be a little, little bit of an advantage. But how has that advantage helped them in the last few years? When has this team been to the Super Bowl last? 2005? 2006? Whenever the fuck they played the Colts? When was the last time they made a deep run to make games at Soldier Field more impactful? Like a deep run. Not when Cody Parkey screwed it for them against the Eagles. Who, by the way, very cold stadium as well. What has the cold done to get this team to where it needs to be? I'll tell you what, nothing. It has done nothing for them. So to use that excuse and say, oh, it's an advantage, you're just lying to yourself. You're trying to remember the good old days in 85 and like the big defenses back then or like the Ur- the days with Erlacher, Briggs and those boys. That's what you're doing. And to be honest, you need to get whoever believes that you need to just stop thinking that way because this is a mediocre franchise with mediocre uh, management, mediocre owners, all that stuff. If we need to, to be honest, if you want to use that argument, we need to be able to get to late December and January for that argument to be irrelevant. Because if we don't, then you just sound like an idiot. But that's just me. Anyway, second point that I have is, and I'm looking at my notes here. Uh, they're a laughing stock. Yep, I wrote that. And also, you can do more with a dome besides holding Bears games. In the winter, obviously summer, like you could do a lot with an open open field. But if you have a dome in the winter, you can have the concerts, you could have basketball games, you could have fuck, you could have WrestleMania there, like all this stuff. You can bring in more revenue for like different areas. Like if they go to Arlington, if you have like a WrestleMania there or like a concert there, all those little shops and shit. If there's any hotels around there or, like, restaurants, they're going to benefit from more stuff being at that stadium besides a mediocre football team playing eight or nine games a year. Because what else are they going to do with that field? What else happens if it's an open field in the winter in Chicago? It's only good for Bears games. It's only good for to see this bullshit team win, what, four, maybe five games on that fucking field? That's all it's good for. So if you put a dome on it, it benefits everyone. It benefits the the communities. It benefits the teams. It benefits your concession staff and shit that can actually work multiple times, multiple times during the winter instead of just at these fucking Bears games. So, bottom line is, please, regardless if they go to Chicago, or they stay in Chicago, rather, or they go to Arlington, put this team in a dome, put a retractable roof if you want, I don't care, they should be in a dome, it's going to benefit everyone, and if you don't believe that, you are part of the problem. And you're the reason we're allowing this mediocrity, this garbage to continue, because 
you just think that at some point this team is going to revert back to the good old days. Put them in a fucking dome and let's just be done with it. Jesus Christ. Alrighty, so like I said earlier, this is going to be a bit of a shorter episode. Um, I do apologize. It's just there weren't a lot of topics out there that were really fitting my fancy that I wanted to attack. But to be honest, we still hit 20 minutes. Still hit 20 minutes, which I think is a, a win in itself. Must have had a lot to talk about. Was really able to expand on some on these topics. And you know what? I hope you all enjoyed it. Because you because know, I really enjoy making these shows. And I really enjoy hearing feedback. So thank you so much for listening in again. If you would like to leave a question for me on next week's episode, whether it's through voicemail or email... The phone number and the email are located in the description of wherever you're listening to this podcast. And I hope you have a great rest of your week. I cannot talk now. And take care, everyone. Love you all. Goodbye.